Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Welcome to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages with me, Pastor Carl Anderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Today is April 1st, 2021. Now, you may have heard this song before. If you have or if you have not, join and just listen to the words. A very simple song that gives glory and honor unto our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
I worship you because of who you are. Mighty God. You know, I think those words alone is music to God's ear that I worship you because of who you are. That's it. I'm not asking you for a house on the hill. I'm not asking you for a job. I'm not asking you for any of those things. And it doesn't mean you don't need those things. It doesn't mean that he don't see that and that he won't acknowledge that. But you know, have you ever been in a relationship where you were in it, not because of what the other person could, could give, but they were in it because of what they wanted? You know, I was in a counseling session and it became very obvious that the person in that counseling session wanted, uh, they were all about the money in the relationship. It wasn't true love and, and needless to say, it didn't go far. It didn't last long. And so, you know, but when it's all about the individuals, you know, Lord, I love you for who you are. Or if you're talking to a, an individual, I love you because you, of who you are, you know, um, because I'm going to be I'm going to be with you thick and thin. I'm going to be with you when when things are good. And I'm going to be with you when things are not good. You know, that's what makes the relationship uh, when things are not going well, you're you're you talk about it instead of creeping and sneaking and doing all other kind of stuff because it's a relationship and it's not about the thing and the stuff, but it's about the individual or individuals that are involved. And so when we talk to God, you know, let me, let me give you this example. The Lord went to Solomon and he said, Solomon, I'm paraphrasing, but Solomon, what do you want? And Solomon had <laughs> built the temple and, had you know completed some of the, his father's heart to desire and um and solomon said lord give me the wisdom to go in and out among your people and the lord told him because you did not ask for money you did not ask for riches or fame i'm going to give it to you anyway you know he would have given it to him if he would ask for it but that was not his heart desire you know and that's a lesson to be learned because wisdom will teach us what we don't know. You can, you, how many uh, people have won the lottery? How many people have inherited uh, generational wealth? How many people have received and lost it? They didn't have wisdom. They didn't have understanding. They didn't know what to do. You have athletes that had million, multi-million dollar contracts that uh, they had to sell their, they sold their homes. They don't, they didn't have the wisdom knowledge. They didn't have the understanding on what to do or how to handle or to have someone watch who's watching who's watching and they're watching your money <laughs> you know you're going to have to have some layers of protection uh, in place so that uh, things could be audited properly but listen listen we're going to go we're going to go on into the word of god i pray that you have had a blessed day or if you're just now starting your day that it will be blessed you know um our sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m Tuesday Bible study, 7 p.m., and Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. Obedience is better than sacrifice. This year, we're entering, we, this is the first day of the fourth month, and God has been good. 
He is so good. I, I'm, I'm going to share with you. I, I went today and I, I received the vaccination, which part of it, you know. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's you. it's all right to have your be apprehensive about things and want to know and have questions. And I don't believe that everyone is asking all the right questions to get answers to present to the communities, you know, and, and those that are waiting and those that have received. But nonetheless, whatever you do, you always couple it with prayer. Whatever you do, you seek the Lord. You know, you make sure that you keep him number one, numero uno. Uh, because at the end of the day, he is the one that makes the difference. He's the one that we all will stand in the presence and give an account of what, listen to this, of what has been done in this body. What has been done in this body. So your spirit, your spirit, man, is going to give an account of how this body was used. And so uh, with that, you know, with, we're taking the year with purpose. I hope you are. I hope whatever goal you have, that you prayerfully seek God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and go after it, and keep God first. Keep him number one. He will help you. He helped Daniel. Daniel was a young man that had a short period of time to become uh, well acquainted with the uh, customs of the Chaldeans. He had to learn a new language, had to learn their custom, their ways, and everything in a short period of time, as well as keep his mind and his health together. And God helped him do that. And he'll do the same for you. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad to know Jesus? Aren't you glad to know that he will? Yes, he will. Don't let your flesh tell you that he will not. And anytime you feel a little discouraged, anytime you feel that, you know, things are, I don't see it. Uh, just remind yourself, faith is a substance of things that are hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And yes, God does recognize the word of God says that that hope deferred makes a person sick. In other words, when it seems like it's not happening, yeah, you, you will feel, feel that pinch. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It doesn't mean that, it, that it's not on the way. It just means that while, you, while you're going through the process, you're dealing with those uh, emotions and those feelings uh, that we all deal with from time to time. And so understand that. Understand that. Understand that. There's nothing wrong with accepting that and saying, Lord, I'm, I'm having a difficult moment. As the man said, Lord, help my unbelief. And so we're going to go into the word of God. This is the week that has been adopted as a holy week after the, the Lent. You know, this goes back to way beyond Constantine of, uh, of Rome uh, declaring himself to be a Christian and, and, and declaring the nation to be Christianized. Now, this goes way beyond that, you know, um, where uh, next week, week, it'll be a different week because it keeps changing. It keeps moving. But don't get upset with me about about mentioning it. You know, I'm all about the Lord. I'm all about truth and about him. And so Easter, the goddess of spring of fertility, you know, supersedes uh, uh, Christ. It supersedes, you know, but I, I'm going to I'm going to preach on, on Sunday, um, you know, as it was as if it was all about Jesus. And I'm going to preach as hard. I'm going to pour myself out uh, because it is all about Jesus, no matter what. You know, so I'm not going to touch that no further because I'm excited about the Lord, you know, and I'm excited about 
there are so many holidays that that we um, are entitled to uh, through the word of God that we have not taken advantage of. But, you know, the day is going to come where it's going to be a celebration uh, that, that the Bible said eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, uh, you know, and so. Uh, we, I, I can't wait for that day. I don't know what it's going to. I've only had dreams. I've only had visions. I've only read, you know, but I'm excited about Jesus. And my, I, I'm banking all on him. Put it that way. I'm putting all my cards. Every This is one time all my cards, all everything is in one basket. And that basket has Jesus all over it. In the book of Acts, the 15th chapter, beginning at verse 30. 35 it says so when they were dismissed they came to Antioch and when they had gathered the multitude together they delivered the epistle which when they had read they rejoiced for the consolation and Judas Silas uh, being prophets also themselves exhorted the brethren with many words confirmed them and after they had tarried there a space, they were let go in peace uh, from the brethren unto the apostles. Notwithstanding, it, it pleased Silas to abide there. One of the prophets remained there. And Paul also and Barnabas continued in Antioch teaching, preaching uh, the word of the Lord and many others also. You know, when the last we talked about what was occurring was about circumcision. And we talked about uh, the question was, did you get my letter? You know, did you receive the letter? And so tonight I'm asking you, did you read it? Did you read my text? You know, there's a message that has been sent. Did you read it? You know, have you ever text someone, emailed them or, or something in whatever form of communication? Maybe it was a, a call, a voicemail, and you asked them, did you get it? You know, did you get my call? Did you receive? Because obviously there wasn't a response. And so it kind of make you curious. And, you know, are you ignoring me? What's going on? Antioch, uh, Paul and uh, Barnabas went back to Antioch, which is one of many places, you know, people heard and received the gospel. Uh, however, it was not the birth, as some have stated, it's the birth of the church. That is incorrect. Uh, prior to the cross, uh, the church. The Bible tells us that there was the church in the wilderness. And this, as Peter was ministering, he said this in Acts, uh, this is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spake to him in Mount Sinai, talking about Moses and with our fathers who received the living oracles uh, given uh, to give unto us. And then in 1 Corinthians 10, 1 4, it says, give us this uh, gives us this insight. Moreover, brethren, I would not have, would not that you should be ignorant. I need you to understand this, how that all our fathers were under the cloud and passed along the sea. And they were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud in the sea and did all eat of the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. This rock kept following them, kept rolling them along. You know, maybe it was a moment, you know, it's it, uh, one of one of the favorite episodes that I have of, of seeing the um, what is the. Uh, I want to say the outer limits, but it's not the outer limits, um, but it's a, um, it, 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 I think it's the Twilight Zone where they they're playing kick the can. 
and the kids, um, these elder, these elders were telling uh, each other that if we meet outside at a certain time and, and kick the can, it will reverse the hands of time and we'll be children again. And there was one that did not believe. You got to be careful. Unbelief is, 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 a, is a monster. Uh, you'll miss out on a lot of things uh, because you don't believe. And so this man would not go out and play kick the can. He thought it was ridiculous. And the others went out and they started playing kick the can. And he could hear the can being kicked. Then he started hearing the laughter of children. And when he looked out, all of his associates that was in that rest home were little kids playing kick the can. He missed out. He missed out on it. So I don't know how this rock followed them. If it rolled along or if the kids that were there would just kept playing, kept looking for this particular rock and, and kept moving it along with them. But the Bible says that rock was Christ. That rock was Jesus. Now, on the other side of the cross, which is called the dispensation of grace, we're in the dispensation of grace. And if you follow along with us in the book of Ezekiel, you'll find out, you'll learn more about what the dispensation of grace is about. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You'll find out what it's really about. And it's mind blowing. It really is. And so I hope you follow along with us. We're in the 27th chapter right now of Ezekiel. We've, we've gone from chapter one to chapter 37. And uh, there is a lot that has been learned. And so uh, on this side of the cross, the dispensation of grace was established and the church was, was birthed. Uh, in Acts uh, 1, um, I'm going to read the second verse and through the fourth, it said, until the day in which he was taken up, talking about Christ. Uh, after that, he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise, which he said, ye have heard of me. And then we'll go to Acts 1. I'm going to start at the 12th verse there. It says, um, it says, then returned they unto Jerusalem from the Mount of Olivet, which is from Jerusalem by the Sabbath day journey. And when they had come in, when they had come in, uh, they went up into the upper room where abide both Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simeon, the Zealot, Judas, the brother of James. These all continue with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women. The mother, Mary, the mother of Jesus was there as well and with the brethren. And in all those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the apostles and said the number of names together were about uh, about. 120. It was about 120 of them there seeking their soul salvation. Mary was seeking her soul salvation. Peter, Thomas, all of them were being obedient to what God had said and were seeking their soul salvation. They went back to the upper room to wait for the promise. Now, I'll let you read the rest of the, um, of the chapter of 1 and 2. But the Bible lets us know, I'm going to read verse uh, chapter 2, verse 41 and 42. It says, then they that gladly received the word were baptized in the same day. They were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And so 
uh, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they received the promise and there was people of all nations that was there visiting and they thought that something was strange. They accused him of being drunk early in the morning, just all kind of stuff. And when Peter finished uh, witnessing and telling them uh, what had happened, uh, the Bible said that they believed. Some believed and added and was added to them about 3,000 souls. So it went from what 120 to, to over 3,000. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayer. That was a birth. That was the birth. I'm not talking about the term Christianity. I'm talking about the birth of the church. Uh, the Lord has been calling his people saints since the, uh, as far back as you can read in the Old Testament. It's the saints, elect. And there's no fun. Matter of fact, he's coming back with 10,000s of his saints. Uh, he, that's who he's coming back with. Uh, there are some things that men have picked up and put into place that is not God's preference. Uh, and so uh, there are a lot of things that are not a preference, however, um, because of a permissive. Now, there's a difference between permissive will and divine will, which uh, you have to go back into the archives and look at, you know, but you want to be in God's divine will, not his permissive will. And so um, if you go to connectingtruth.org and click God on demand or go through uh, the, the history of the messages, their messages talking about his divine will. It was so important because in order to be saved, you must be in his divine will. You to be caught up, you need to be in his divine will. And, and so uh, they were in his divine will and birth occurred. Now, the evangelistic work of, of Barnabas and Paul was an extension of that ministry of what occurred on that day. As God had planned uh, when he told Abraham that all nations would be blessed because of him. Now, the Bible tells us uh, again over in Acts 15. Let's let's go. Let's take a look at this a little bit. Um, it says, so when they were dismissed, uh, that they came to Antioch. So the, the people that had got together uh, to discuss the situation about the Gentiles, uh, when they had finished, when they had come to a conclusion, uh, they dismissed. And the men, including Barnabas and Paul, went to Antioch and they had gathered the multitude together and they delivered this epistle. Uh, the initial meeting of the apostles and elders had been completed and they sent honorable men accompanied with the evangelistic team of, 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 of mm, uh, PB and J that is Paul Barnabas and John and Luke uh, who is the writer of this particular epistle to Theophilus uh, and so to deliver a written letter and to authenticate the message, to make sure that you understand that, that uh, there are witnesses that, that will validate this message that we're telling you is true. Now, we're not going to place an unbearable burden on you. You know, we're not going to give you a bunch of things to do, a bunch of traditions, a bunch of stuff to follow uh, that has been, as people have done throughout the years. You know, there's some things that, you know, I'm about this life. But in um, being about this life, there are some things that there are people that have that are calling and asking to be done that is outside the word of God. Grace and truth has come through Jesus Christ. And so they told them, we're not going to put unbearable burdens on you. Neither are we going to dismiss the call to holiness. So because they, now that's, the Bible said, uh, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. 
So I don't care what church you, uh, and I'm not saying this to be mean, I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't matter what church you go to, there's a better word for it, um, and what title is on the building, you must be holy. You must be holy to, uh, to, to stand in the presence of the Lord, or it's not going to happen. And so the Bible tells us that uh, need, uh, that they did not dismiss that. Compromise is a dangerous slope. Playing on a slippery slope, it, it doesn't. It, there's no guarantee that, of recovering, as so many believe or think it is. Some uh, are are walking with a limp today because the fall on that slippery slope was so great. People don't mind playing with God and what they don't understand. Some have sold their daughters and their sons for fame. Uh-huh. Well, you know, a little bit, you know, I ain't gonna hurt them. You know, they'll get over it. They'll grow out of it. And the truth is that some of them never grow out of it. Some of them are damaged uh, because of they have faith and trust in you as a parent that you were protecting them. Instead, you sold them. You sacrificed them for a couple of dollars. That's a bad slope to be on. And, and so some never recover. Even some of the parents that are at fault never recovered. You know, a little lie uh, doesn't mean you're going to recover from it. A drop of blood that doesn't mean that you're going to recover from it. Uh, listen, uh, stay away from the Satan sneakers, the Satan, Satan tennis shoes and all of that kind of uh, mess. You know, there are demonic uh, activity attached to a number of things. And we hear these things. Uh, don't become desensitized. Don't let the devil desensitize you. Don't let social media, don't allow what you see on TV and all of that. To, oh, that's all right. You know, that's my favorite uh, uh, character, my favorite um, um, artist, my favorite whatever celebrity. And so they're, they're saying, sorry, look, that, you better watch out. Love the Lord with your whole heart. Uh-huh, your whole heart, your whole soul, everything that's about you, all your strength. Because the devil is weird and people are cons being consumed by uh, so much and they're dismissing. They've been desensitized. Oh, I'm getting me some sneakers with a drop of blood and, you know, mixed with the ink and, and, you know, and all that, you know, God don't mind. Well, I'm going to get me some tennis shoes to have holy water in it. Listen, how can something unholy represent what is holy? If you are, if it is unholy handling something holy, it will soon become contaminated. Uh, Bible tells us evil communication corrupt good manners. The Bible lets us know that. It, it, I mean, there's no secret to, the, to these things. And, and so we have to be careful what we do. We have to be careful of the principle, the kingdom of heaven. We must be careful about the authority, the kingdom of God in which we are associated with as citizens uh, of the kingdom. Uh, we must, we got to be conscious of where, walk with conscious awareness that we are not of this world. And, and we're going to, and therefore we are required to live. That's why how the power of God is displayed. The Lord said, he was reading and studying the book of, of Luke, uh, the Lord wanted the disciples and and uh, to know, you know, that when you meet people, when you're when you allow God to use you, they will know that the kingdom of God is present. 
And they can't know the kingdom of God is present if you if you if you climb in the bed with some guy. They can't know the kingdom of God is present. You climb in the bed with some woman. They don't know the kingdom of God is present. You know, um, when you've been um, mischievous and you're doing stuff. And so this is what they were telling them uh, in Acts 15 and 29, that you abstain from meats offered to idols. You know, stay away from the idol worship. You know, some uh, some people think that it's idol worship is just statues. Oh, you know, I'm not looking at a statue. I don't have a piece of crystal, a piece of rock, a piece of plastic or something hanging on my rearview mirror. I don't have nothing in my home. But wait a minute. What is it that you that you uh, spent excessively for and and you just can't do without it? What is it that uh, you have sacrificed, what you have compromised for? That has and it, yeah, uh huh. It, it stay away from uh, meats offered to idols, and from blood, and from things strangled, and from fornication. Uh, from which, if ye keep yourself, you do well. Fare ye well. Did you read the text message? Fare ye well. If you do those things. The Bible tells us that the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. They delivered a message to the people. How about you? Have you delivered a word of encouragement to anyone? Have you delivered uh, a blessing? Have you shared the gospel with anyone? Uh, did you even give them the link to the, to the broadcast and say, hey, you need to check this out? You know, um, we getting some truth over here. It doesn't matter what what church you attend. You attending that service, you should be help building that ministry. You should be a witness for your uh, what God is doing there at your place. If you're not, if if it's time for change, you need to pray and ask God to lead you for change. But uh, until then. You need to fulfill your responsibility as well. You know, have you text? Have you email anyone? Have you invited anyone to service, to your service? Uh, you know, something uh, joyous to anyone. Uh, and so, listen, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of this. And that is when people ask for prayer, you know, you local in the area, come and get prayer. Don't, don't ask. Come and show your respect unto the Lord. You want God to touch and heal your body. You want God to touch your situation, but you won't set foot in this house. How disrespectful is that? Let's keep it real here. Let's respect the Lord. I was recently asked, um, and I was in a meeting, and I was asked, how was I doing? And my response was that uh, my dog got hit by a car after eating my cat, who ate my bird, who had eaten my fish. You know, and they kind of look, but I, I said it jokingly. They caught on it real that, that I was joking when I said all of that. It was for the purpose to break the ice because not going into a meeting and there be any type of tension, you know, and just to, and that turned into a conversation about the Lord and how great he is. And yes, that we deal with different things throughout, but God has blessed us and he is keeping us, you know, all for the purpose all for his purpose, you know. And so the 31st verse says, which then they had read. So they did. They read the text. They read the message. They read the letter. 
and they rejoiced for the consolation. Not only did they get the letter, but they read it. Did you, are you reading it? Are you reading it? This was a time of celebration. I can only imagine the stress that was felt uh, while they were waiting for a decision to come back from the apostles and the elders when they left them to go and talk about circumcision. You know, young men, and let's, let's talk about the physical aspect of it. Young men and those uh, young in heart uh, had a reason to be of concern because they were talking about circumcision. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold it. I, I can see somebody in they, you know, up in age that that may have not been circumcised and that they thinking about the pain and the different things that they're going to have to deal with um, if that was a requirement. I want you to know God is not concerned with the outer appearance. See, this this is what it was really dealing with. They wanted them to stick with it, to follow Judaism. They, they wanted them to follow Judaism like the children of Israel. Yeah, but that's not what God intended. That was not his purpose. That was not what he wanted. And so God is not concerned about the outer appearance. Uh, it is the inner working that he is concerned about. Deuteronomy 10. Uh, 12 through 16 says, and now Israel, why do the Lord uh, now, what do the Lord thy God require thee, but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways and to love him and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes which I command thee this day for thy good. Behold, the heavens and the heaven of heavens is the Lord thy God and the earth also and all that therein is. Only the Lord had a delight in, his, in, in thy fathers to love them and he chose their seed after them, even you above all people as it is this day circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart and be no more stiff-necked. That's what God is looking for. The, the inward impact. After you've heard the word of God, after you sat there in the, in the service and you, and you said amen, after you have enjoyed the song, after the word has been preached, taught, exhorted, however the Lord moved, uh, you know, that and, and presented what he wanted. And it's all about his presentation, uh, what he wants to give. Uh, did you have a change of heart? Uh, did you did you remove some of the the scales? Uh, did you re, did you soften up? Did you change, or did you think about it for the moment? Now the Bible says that that some people are are are, are, are hear the word of God and they're like a man that that stands in the mirror. They see the situation that they're in. And then when they, they turn their back and start to walk away, they forget about it all. That's not what, what you want to do. You know, you want to remember who you are, where you are, and why you're in service. Make changes. Alter your thinking. Alter, make up in your mind that I'm a, I'm a ride and die with the Lord. That's it. I, you know, that's what people want. You want somebody to ride and die with you. You want somebody to have your back. No, you want somebody to stick with you. Well, don't you think God feels that way? Don't you know he feels that way? Oh, my God. Didn't you get his text? Listen, I'm coming to a close here. 
And Judas and Silas being uh, prophets also themselves exhorted the brethren with many words and confirmed them and encouraged them. And after they had tarried their space, they were let go in peace uh, from the brethren unto the apostles, notwithstanding it pleased Silas to, to abide there still. Thank God for Silas, somebody that, that stayed by the brethren uh, the, those that were there to help encourage them didn't leave them by themselves. You know, uh, they 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 say good good help is hard to find. You know, and and I, I believe that to be so in so many areas at so many levels. Uh, I was having a discussion with um, an evangelist, and and we were talking about church building and church growth, and you know, and the fact that you have some that uh, are called an evangelist's responsibility is to go out. It doesn't mean they don't have a pastor and, you know, and helps. There's a gift of helps. People don't want to help unless it's a, unless they don't want to help the few. They want to help the lot so that they, because they want glory, but the glory comes from helping that which needs to be strengthened, that which needs to be grow. Uh, that's where God gets involved, you know, and, and he's going to judge those situations also. You know, but we're not going to stay there tonight. We're not going to go there. We'll we'll visit that another time when we're talking about the gifts and and the importance of fulfilling the ministry. Uh, you know, because uh, there are those that that want to be part of something large uh, that already pre-exists. Silas was not one of them. He stayed with those to help it grow and to encourage them. Uh, thank God for Silas. And so the Bible said, Paul also and Barnabas continued in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of God with many others. They they worked the work. Now they weren't all stacked up on stacked up each other because there were different areas of Antioch that they were in, that they were ministering the word of God at. Uh, how about you? Are you working the work? Are you out? Uh, fulfilling the ministry that God has called you into? Uh, do you even know how? I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's those are questions that you have to answer. But I tell you this much, that everyone is going to receive a reward for what they have done. Read the, read the parable about the 10 talents. Read the parable about the talents. Listen, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I thank you for your goodness and grace. Thank you for your mercy, your love. Lord God, I pray and ask that you would bless your people. Lord God, bless those that are listening at this moment, those that will be listening later. Lord God, continue to strengthen, to take us higher in you. Lord God, bless the meditation of our hearts to be acceptable in your sight. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. I hope to see you here or to see you there. Until then, be blessed. And remember, the songs featured are respectively the property of our songstress and artists and their producers. <laughs>